You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Hey guys and goddesses, welcome back to another episode of Goddess Culture. What's up guys? This, so yeah. This, this is episode five. It is. We're literally on the fifth episode. That's crazy. Milestone. So major major key. <laughs> <laughs> So we just have a little bit of news. You know, last time we had the hashtag, where is Chrisette? Well, we found her. Yes. So, of course, she was on The Breakfast Club, but we also heard from her on DJ Envy and his wife, Gia Casey's podcast. And so I think Chrisette is a little bit of an airhead. Um, Her intention was in the right place. However, I don't think the execution was there. Uh, She did not go because she supports Donald Trump or anything. She went to, like... I guess show politicians who black girls are and what we look like and what we do. But yeah, like I said, the execution was not there. The Basquiat skirt wasn't enough. Yeah. And also Donald Trump didn't even take the time to like greet her or like say thanks for coming or like, Mm -mm. you know, say hi. You know, she took a lot of flack from especially African-American females. And apparently her family. Really? Yeah, her family, like, disowned her. As they should. (laughs) (laughs) No, as they should. Like, she really tried to do something that just didn't make sense. Yeah. At all. I agree. Um, And the crazy thing is, like, the the Trump campaign, like, none of his people booked this. Like, literally, it was a third-party, like, group. It's a damn shame. That found her. It's a damn shame. It makes me sad, because I really like her set. I did really like her. I think we... Like, money can, like... Money can make you, like, do anything. But, I you know, for her, it wasn't even about the money. Her husband's the one who, like, asked for all the money because he was, like, trying to get them to get her to not do it. She didn't want anything. Like, she didn't want it. It wasn't about the money for her. $250,000. That was him. That was him. Because in the episode, I don't know how, you know, there's his side, her side, and the truth, obviously. But on the podcast, um, when her husband told her how much he asked for, she was mad because she's like, we never asked for this much money for stuff like this, like... Never. And he was like, well, if they get Yeah, because a- she's Chrisette Michelle. <laughs> Stop it. I like I'm, her music. I'm over her. Like, I really loved Epiphany. It got me through a lot of stuff. But, like, she can just, like, dismiss herself right th- at know, this point. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But we've given Chrisette enough airtime. And so has no, every definitely. radio station. That was two minutes. I won't get back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We want to just say a happy birthday and a rest in peace to Trayvon Martin and his family. Yes, yeah, so today he would have been 22. So, so tragic. His life, for those who don't know, and if you don't know, that's a shame. But Trayvon's Martin, Trayvon Martin's life was tragically taken by a psychopath. Is that yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and he is no longer with us. So we just want to throw out there a rest in peace and, you know. To his family, I heard they're running for office. I think that's I did not dope. hear that. I wow. heard they're running for office. Is it their family or was it? You know, I'm unsure. I, I it might be. Um, you know, what? it's someone's family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll but yeah, back but today that. we did just want to take a moment to honor him because, um, you know, he should still be here and he's not, unfortunately. Unfortunately, definitely. So to move into today's affirmation, this is an affirmation that actually was created by Goddess Culture. So we are starting our own affirmations, per se. Yeah. So instead of finding them um, and sharing them with you all, we're going to actually dig deep within ourselves and um, really focus on what we want to affirm for us and for those who are listening. So our affirmation this week. Our affirmation is my thoughts are under my control and all that I am. I become. 
by goddess culture. <laughs> it's really deep this week. And you know why? Because it's really true. When you think something, when you say something, and you believe that this is yours, like, that's when magic is happening. Yeah, so really becoming anything starts with the thought. Um, whatever you're, whatever um, you give power to, like you, whatever thought you give power to, really manifest. And we just want everyone to know that your thoughts really do become your reality. So if you think you're great, that's exactly what you'll become. Absolutely. And you know, keeping your thoughts under your control and not letting other people depict what you should become or how you should act or how you should believe—that's also very important because that contributes to. You know, self-love and becoming the best person you can possibly become. Yes. That's the truth. I love that one this week. I'm going to tweet that. Hashtag. Yeah. (laughs) God is affirmation. So if you have affirmations, you definitely um, post them and hashtag God is affirmation. Yeah, let's use some people's God is affirmations. Yeah, we can get mention yours on the show. Yeah, that'd be so dope. I would. That's dope. All right, do that. (laughs) (laughs) Take a note now. (laughs) Um, So, of course, we have to get into Unboss. So, this is our segment where we give business owners um, an opportunity to really be showcased. And we think that the business owners that we bring on here really align with who Goddess Culture is and what we do. Absolutely. So, yeah, this week we're featuring Coconut and Concrete. Um, Coconut and Concrete is a vision of island life through the urban eyes of a brown girl from the Bronx. Her name is Wes. West shares personal views on her travel throughout the Caribbean based on her own inexplicable experiences. So get on board, grab a window seat, and enjoy the ride. So if you follow her on um, Instagram, you'll really get a chance to see, like, exactly who she is and what she does. Um, Really, her feed is mainly, like, travel stories. Um, And it's awesome because you see a lot of, like, beautiful waters and landscapes and all that kind of stuff. But not only does she have, like, the story she also shares tips um and I also see just like scrolling through her Instagram now flight rates so for instance we have JFK to how do you is this Grenada yeah Grenada okay I didn't want to say it wrong that'd be awkward uh (laughs) but for $311 round trip so like she puts those deals up um where to get them and all that kind of stuff absolutely this is really crazy because I actually just came back from Mexico and we'll have a vlog up talking about the whole Mexico trip, which was amazing. Yes, and we're going to get into where you can find that vlog too no, um, later on in the episode. Oh my God, exciting. But her Instagram is at Coconut and Concrete. The and is spelled out. And we would love if you guys go to her page, give her a follow, scroll through her feed, um, give her some feedback on what you see, what you like, what you want to see, um, because it's really awesome. No, definitely. And I can't wait to use her, you know, for finding travel deals because that's like my hobby. Yeah, that's literally what Shanice does. I enjoy a good vacay. Yes. A drink. So, yes, if you haven't already and if you're not, follow Coconut and Concrete. Her page is super dope and she seems super dope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Into the fun stuff. It's always so fun when we get so deep. It just gets so real so quick. I don't understand. I know. We were just laughing about Chrisette. Now we're about to get into real life stuff. No more Chrisette, please. (laughs) I can't. She's like ruining my thing. So today's goddess talk, we definitely want to tap into manifestation. (laughs) Y'all have to excuse her. I I can't speak. So today we're going to talk about manifestation. There we go. And this is actually Shanice's episode. She came up with this. And I think this is something that she's really (laughs) 
passionate about. So I'm excited for y'all to hear what she has to say. I'm so excited. I can't say the word, but like I definitely <laughs> enjoy doing it. <laughs> okay, so um, manif- manifestation. <laughs> Manifesting yourself. Okay, yes. manifestation. Got it. So we just want to tap into becoming, you know, the best you can be and how we became that the persons, the people that we are along this journey. Yeah. Of life. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? What's our starting Let's point? Let's go way back because okay. to know somebody is to have to know them from the beginning. All right. So let's start from them good old days in middle school. Okay. So me personally, I was bad as hell. Okay. I was like real bad. <laughs> like I was in fights. I was getting suspended. I was literally coming to class with a juice box. Like who's ready? Because I'm ready today. <laughs> and I was in like fifth grade, like fifth, sixth, seventh grade is when I found like some friends that unfortunately I'm still friends with JK. I love them. But, um, I went to school in Brooklyn and we was just bad. Like we was them bad kids that just couldn't control ourselves. You know, we were very involved in a lot of the situations <laughs> that went on. And, you know, that's not who I am now, obviously, but we'll get into that. But, like, that's what I was around. That was the environment I was around. That's where I was living. Mm-hmm. And that was my situation. So I had to adapt. You either adapt in Brooklyn or you get eaten alive. No, seriously. So mm-hmm. I was ready. <laughs> I was yeah. on go. That's but crazy. How was your middle school? I'm See, sure it's completely opposite. I mine was... The complete opposite. So, um, yeah, I was actually in middle school. I was a student at Columbus School for Girls. Oh, you went to all girls school? I did. I went to all girls school uh, from fifth grade until I graduated high school. But much different experience. Um, I think where my my experience was very much that I was one of maybe five black girls in my class. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't really, I didn't necessarily have like a dog eat dog experience (laughs) my experience was more so I'm surrounded by people who don't look like me so navigating how I maintain my blackness in such a like a white space oh my god and to that effect uh, I didn't really look like many of the black girls in my class neither like there was maybe one other maybe two other girls who were like lighter complexion but like the um it's like the Spanish people who like cleaned our our school or whatever. One like they just would start talking to me in Spanish, and I would have to be <laughs> so, like, "Sorry, uh, no hablo." Uh, oh my god! Yeah, so it was like that. So my I would say like my my middle school experience was more so like trying to be extra black. Mm, so you, because so you could fit oh you didn't fit in with the the white people yeah I fit in with the black kids too but it's like I feel like we I feel like it was such a small number of us had to be a representation of what black <laughs> meant you know what I'm saying okay so you just had to be extra black I had to be like this is what black is because y'all don't know because like literally my school was like it was like in a nice ass neighborhood but right next door to the nice neighborhood was the hood so their experience was the hood is what black is right you know what I'm saying uh, so you tried to show them you know no, not the hood. No, you tried to show like the school, the school. Oh yeah, the like people. yeah, that there's there's other black too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, completely. Opposite. Yeah, that when you were talking, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mine doesn't compare that way, but <laughs> what's crazy is like through that all like all the drama that happened to me, my parents were like, oh no, she gotta go. Like she got to get out of Brooklyn because honestly, if I still live there, like after the fact, the way it was so bad and the environment was so toxic. I probably would be, like, I don't want to say dead because I wasn't a gangbanger. I was actually, like, 
in fifth grade. But, like, I was, like, I probably would be... Who knows what I would be? Yeah. I definitely wouldn't be who I am. Your experience would have been a ton different. Definitely. Know? But high school. Oh, my gosh. High school. Man. So, high school, my... So, my parents moved me out of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and they moved me to the most Caucasian town <laughs> in all of New Jersey. <laughs> no, seriously, like... I think growing up, I saw about three white people mm-hmm. in my like on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So imagine coming to, like it was like m- my mind was blown. Like everywhere I turned was like not something that I related to. Mm-hmm. And I spent so much time here trying to fit in that I really I didn't even know who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do like every. Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> so I, when I was in ninth grade, I was like. Five seven, the same height I am now. So I was just tall as hell. So I came into the school. They was like, oh, we got this tall black girl named Shanice. Like, she about to demolish on the basketball team. <laughs> oh, God. I had never played basketball in my life. Uh-huh. Okay? In my life. But now I got everybody around me talking about, oh, she's a monster. She's a beast. <laughs> We're about to win season championships. And I'm just like, listen, I'm the bad and bougie type. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not loving basketball. Right. So I get on the basketball team. I didn't even try it out because they really thought I was like some type of star. Yeah, they thought I was about to come dunking and dribbling and I don't even know. I was so out of breath my first day. I had to get an asthma pump. I literally had to get an asthma pump because I was breathing so hard because my chest was not used to all this running up and down. That's crazy. So yeah, I spent a lot of time trying to fit in. Like I spent a lot of time I spent a lot of time trying to do things that I know wasn't for me <laughs> because I was trying to impress people that yeah. I thought I should impress. Yeah. And which was so unfortunate, but it also helped me grow because in that high school, I actually met the group of friends that I'm like obsessed with now mm-hmm. because each of us had like a different quality that we brought to the table. It was like four black people in the whole entire school yeah. and three of them were my friends. Mm-hmm. No, two of them were my friends. So it was like... Completely, completely. That's like different. the total opposite of your middle school experience. Oh my gosh. So I still was getting into fights and stuff in oh, high school. Got yeah, it. I was still bad at tell. <laughs> but I wasn't as bad. Yeah. You know, I also had people that held me accountable for like what I was doing. I mm-hmm. definitely gained mentors. My guidance counselor was this nice little um this Jewish lady and she definitely kept me on track. She was like, You're going to college and I was like, Yeah, I know because I didn't really have a choice at that point. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But like I definitely didn't think I made as much of a change as I wanted to from middle school to high school. I was still doing the same childish things. I was still being in the same situations. I felt like I was the type of person who was always in the wrong place at the the wrong wrong time. time. Like, literally, like, if I could go, I could go story from story to story, like, of me just so happy to standing there and saying something, and I'm just involved. (laughs) Like, that's just who I was. Mm -hmm. And, like, I hated it. But... Talk about your high school. Mine was just like, <laughs> why you just look much. so stressed just now? <laughs> I'm just tired. Like it was too much. Exhausted you. Um. So yeah, my high school experience. I would say, my mom has this saying about me that I was like so good, I was no good. So like during school, um, I would say like, I think in any environment where it's like a lot of, when you're the minority it becomes cool to be you at some point. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think to some effect, like, being in my group of friends and was, like, 
always the black girls. Like, we were cool just because we were us. So I didn't, like, trouble. I stayed out of trouble. And I think at that school, it wasn't the nature of people to be in trouble because they would probably kick you out. Yeah. Like, and then where was I going to go? Like, if mm-hmm. I went to the high school um, of where I was living at the time, not to say I would, like, I wouldn't have been, like, in a position to do the stuff that I've done now or like get where I am now, but it would have been a lot more difficult. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I was, like, cool during school, but literally all I did was, like, I went to school and had fun, and after school I went to dance and I came home. Like, I ain't do too much fun stuff. I had fun during high school, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like I was, like, the experimental living her life teenager. Yeah. I was, like, literally... I, I, sp- I think I spent most of my high school experience trying to make sure I was, like, impressing my mom so that I could, like, do well in her eyes and then impress the people at school so they would, like, write me good recommendations so I could go to college. And I think that's really, for the most part, what I was focused on. That's really good. You know what? But, you had a good head on your shoulder. But here's the thing, though. Because I was so... Oh, yeah, straight and because I was so like such on the straight and narrow in high school, I got to college and the first time somebody invited me out on a Wednesday, I called my mom like, why do these people want me to go out on a Wednesday? I have an eight o'clock on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, it was like, it was awkward, like antisocial. Yeah, no, I watched the whole um, eight seasons of Grey's Anatomy my freshman year of, of college because I didn't have friends for, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. Because I didn't do nothing but go to class and go to the calf and go to the library. Wow. Literally. Wow. That was your college career? Uh, no. So what so, happened today? Okay, so, yeah, my freshman year, well, the first two weeks of my freshman year, I was like, you know, I got to make all A's, <laughs> I got to... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. friends will come, but I need to focus on school first. And then, what happened? I met some friends. <laughs> they turned you out. <laughs> you got wild. <laughs> <laughs> I met some friends, and I had, like, this huge group of friends. It was maybe, like, 12 of us. That's too much. Literally, it was, like, 12 of us because we all stayed in this one dorm on this one floor. And we, like, we just, like, took over Bowling Hall, third floor. Like, literally, it was, like, our thing. So I got to see what it was like to, like, party. And, like, I didn't really drink before. I think I had my first drink, like, the week like the week after I graduated high school or something. I mean, I guess I shouldn't have been drinking then either. But I had, like, a little drink, and I thought I was, like, doing something. But this is the first time I was, like, alcohol everywhere. All right. So I didn't get too, too crazy, but I started to see what it was like to, like, live life. And then fast forward to my sophomore year, I was having a lot of fun. And... A lot of fun turned into I ain't get up and go to class sometimes. Yeah. And then I, I, like, met this guy. And, of course, like, when you're young and, like, you think you're grown, life, I don't know. Like, you just start doing stuff that, in hindsight, you should you, you would be like, yeah, no, I should have. Well, f- like, not to be a psychologist or anything, but you seem, like, very sheltered, you know? I would say... I would say yes and no. I was, like, my mom, I was sheltered in the sense that my mom never exposed me to things I shouldn't have experienced as a kid mm-hmm. or whatever. But my mom was never one to be like, you. okay, you need to do this. I want you to act like this. Like, my mom just li- lived life. I was the one who made myself the way I am, really. Like, my mom never, like, I can't say my mom didn't give me expectations. Like, she didn't say, like, I want you to do well. She never said, like, she was. it wasn't like she just let me go off and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. She was strict, don't get me wrong, but... My mom was never like, don't go out and drink. Don't 
talk to boys. Don't have fun while y'all. My mom, when I called her that day, she was like, go out on a Wednesday then. Like, <laughs> do it. Have fun. You know what I'm saying? That's why she said I was so good. I was no good because I ain't do nothing. Like, yeah. you know? That's whack. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like really in, a, in my own bubble. I would say until maybe the end of my sophomore year of college. I'm still kind of in my own bubble, honestly, <laughs> but I'm a lot. I'm a lot more like outgoing and I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. You knew me in college. No, you definitely were antisocial. Like let's just. You know, start this there. is so true. People she tell me I have a resting bitch face, and I don't. I don't doubt it. I do. You know what? Actually, I think I know that about myself because I used to put on headphones and not even listen to music. <laughs> and I, I put on sunglasses so people wouldn't. <laughs> That's how I walked to class at work. Yo, did y'all hear her? She had on headphones. Yeah, I did. Just so people wouldn't speak to her. And if, if they did speak to me, I would still keep walking. Like, I acted like I didn't hear. Because <laughs> my music was just so loud. No. Yeah. She didn't have music. No, I had no music on. Like, sometimes, and the funny thing is, sometimes my headphones wouldn't even Yo. be connected to my phone. It would just be in my pocket. <laughs> Sticking out of my pocket. You know what? That's the first step admitting it. But I definitely want to say <laughs> you're definitely not antisocial anymore. I know. I'm so nice. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say you, I'm you not grown. Nice. I'm a lot different. But how do you feel you've manifested yourself? Like, do you see the change? Because I know we went through. I'm like, I don't know why my eyes be watering so hard when I laugh. She just be crying. I really do. I'm a crybaby. Um, I would say... I guess, wait, wait, no, we got to talk about your college experience. Oh, yes. Because I'm like, (laughs) Dr. Freaking Phil. No, okay. So my college, (laughs) (laughs) you would think that, you know, after going through all these stages that Shanice just, you know, became this great student her freshman year and was just like, I'm going to be the best person I can be. That's not what happened at all. My freshman year was insane. I want to say shout out to T-Pac because those are the group of friends that had me out every night. Like, we was out every night. And we was having a blast. But unfortunately, it took, like, a really significant event that happened, like, three months into college where I almost lost, like, a friend who was, like, super close to me. Mm -hmm. And, like, just being there, like, through that experience, like, with her in the ambulance, with her in the hospital, with everything, I just kind of... It shook you up. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately after that, you know, I was, I started fasting and I pulled open my Bible. And I also have this daily, like, um, it's like a Bible tour by Joyce Myers. It's amazing where every day it's a new scripture that directly for you that day. And I think that's where I hit, like, I think that was like the lowest point of my life. Like my freshman year, my freshman year three months in. Mm-hmm. That was like the lowest point of my whole entire life. And from then on, when I started fasting, I started reading my Bible. I actually, during that time, I actually met um, like my boyfriend at that time. Like I, a lot of good things started to happen for me. I started doing better in school. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, your first semester is really what makes or breaks you. Cause yeah. if you go down too low, it's like, you can't build it's yourself It's hard to pick up. it, dig yes. yourself out of that hole. So that's when I really believe I started to find myself. Like, I started to love myself. I started, I stopped trying to fit in. That was, like, my biggest problem. I always wanted to be down with the get down. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize, like, if you're not moving on my wavelengths, like, I don't, wavelength, I don't need you in my circle. Right. And you, you don't know? have to, like, conform to what other people yeah. are putting out. But you emit your own frequency and have people pick up no, on that. No, seriously, pick up on my frequency because 
what I'm putting out, that's me. And why should I change who I am just to sit at the same table as you? I don't want mm-hmm. to do that. And once I started doing that, oh, my gosh, everything just started going uphill for me. Like, I stopped fighting. Like, <laughs> from that day, I haven't been in any physical major altercations. I stopped being the center of, a, like, being involved in everybody's situation. Mm-hmm. I stopped, you know, giving more than I can give. I, like, really decided that I wasn't just going to be that Shanice anymore. That's when I started taking leadership roles in school. I started going to church more. I started surrounding myself with positivity and positive people. I just, like, I, like, that was, like, the best me ever. Mm -hmm. So throughout college and high school, I mean, throughout the rest of college, like, I kind of just kept it up, and I kept wanting more. And that's when, you know, the, um, the expectations of, like, my family started to really play a role in my life because now they were, like, looking at me, looking up to me. I had like, responsibilities, and mm-hmm. it felt so good because I've never been in that place where people was like, oh, Shanice is doing so good, you know? Mm-hmm. I've always been, like, fucking up. The party like, girl. Yeah, like, yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I still have my party ways. Like, I'm pretty You're ratchet. still fun. It's like you're boring now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. But, like, I'm a whole new person. Yeah. Like, even, like, from my thought process now. Like, I really think about the the outcome like I really think about like how is this gonna benefit me mm-hmm. instead of just acting on everything that I felt and just being like this negative Nancy mm-hmm. so you think that it was that moment your freshman year that yes. like, turned your life around yes almost losing my friend really was like oh my god like life it. and death is really like this and do I want to die and the last memory they have of me is that Shanice was this wild fighting ratchet black girl yeah, yeah. wow that's deep it was real shit like. Damn, that was my second curse word for the episode. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I mean, we're all grown-ups here. No, definitely. But I like I it comes different for different people. Yeah. Like you could either like force yourself to manifest and force yourself to change, or it can come naturally. What happens? Yeah. I think I think with mine, it kind of just happened. Um, well, I mean, I guess it was no, I would say it was a combination of me being intentional and yeah. then like life occurring and I kind of had to. So what was like your low point? I would say it was my second semester, my sophomore year. So just to like backtrack just a tiny bit. So remember how I was saying like I was like just on a straight and narrow. Yeah. And a lot of it had to do with like the expectation I gave myself and not yeah. like what someone required of me. So I've always, I don't know why, but for maybe because I'm the oldest child and maybe that's what it is. And I'm like really close to my mom. I've always had this like intense sense of responsibility mm-hmm. to like myself to, to and especially to my family and I'm not gonna I'm not saying by any means that like my family was like a we weren't like living in like a shelter or nothing like that like anything that me and my brothers needed my mom made sure that we had like it was nothing like <clears throat> nothing crazy but what I can say is I felt bad for leaving my family in Ohio Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like in a sense had like I was kind of like survivor's remorse yeah. like everybody was at home and I'm out having this great time, time and yeah, oh my living God. my life and then I don't know what hit me but something hit me all of a sudden I started feeling so bad about that um, and my sophomore year like I guess yeah, the second semester of my sophomore year I started feeling so bad that like I would skip class like I was skipping class like at least like one class I would skip one class at least once a week oh my gosh and then I to like to like fill that void of like me feeling bad I would be staying out mad late just 
to have fun and to kick it because I didn't want to think about like what I was feeling bad about you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so a combination of me not like me staying out late not going to class and kind of like not caring um made for like a horrible semester in school like obviously so I think like I don't know how I passed that semester granted I didn't get like D's or nothing but a C average still isn't good you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so I had like a it was probably like a C C minus average um, one semester in school and then like me seeing that and knowing the expectation I have for myself and my grades it made me feel even worse mm-hmm. so I spent like a summer really having to like look at myself and like understand that like my family I, I can't bring them up with me like bring them here or like show them something else if I haven't experienced it myself yet so I had to get myself together I had to do like be the best I could be for myself so that I had something to show them. So right. I had somewhere to bring them to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like my my sense of responsibility had it had to go down a little bit because I'm nobody's mother. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I want to get, be able to give my brothers the world, but I can't do that if I don't have anything to give them. I want to be able to fly my mom places, but I'm not even flying myself places. <laughs> so why why am I so like beating Stress. myself up so so bad for something I can't yeah. even do for myself yet? Right. After that. um... I started focusing on what I had to do to get myself to that place. So what kind of grades I had to make to graduate with a good GPA to, for people to look at, you know, jobs to look at me afterwards and want to mm-hmm. pay me enough money. I, ne- I started thinking about where I needed to intern so that it looked like I had actual experience on my resume. So the next semester, so my first semester, my junior year, I literally was playing no games. Right. Like, but I'll tell you, like, my goal was to be in the bed by 12 o'clock every night so that I had enough sleep so I was waking up, ready, and prepared and focused for class the next day or focused for work. Like, I didn't go out unless my homework was done. Um, I was going to the gym. Like, I had to be my, my best self physically. I was eating well. I wasn't even doing, like, junk food. I wasn't going to fast food, restaurants, whatever. And that semester, I made all A's. Like, I literally had, like, the perfect semester. But then I took that outside of just school. And I started, like, applying that to, like, my regular life. Right. And that's when, uh, we talked about this book, but that's when The Four Agreements found its way to me. Yeah. And then from there, if y'all listen to, I tried to read it away, our fourth ep- episode, so the one before this, um, you'll hear how that, like, changed my life, too. And I guess that's how, like, you I became this young lady that I am now. But you see how, like, it takes, like, you have to go through the trenches sometimes, or you can live this, like, perfect life. I'm sure, like, me... Looking at you, I would have never, because I knew you in college. I knew her in college. So me looking at her, I could have never guessed Jordan was going through, like, as much as she was going through. And that just really goes to show, like, you you never know mm-hmm. what, you know, anybody is dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, I know she kind of touched on the fact that she missed her family, but, like, Jordan really missed her family. Like, it was like, she was, like, not herself. Like, we, we didn't even know who she was, to be honest, because no one knew that that was the feeling. Because we're all like, where are colleges turn up? Like, yeah. You should be fine. Like, come on, get your stuff. Like, put on your outfit. And literally, everyone thinks alcohol sells problems, and they you cause know, problems. It, it really is not. It's no good. Like it's, it's not. It's no good. That's definitely so true. And I know it happens to, like, a lot of people when it's time. Like, college is hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And it's, I think it's it's a crazy time in, like, a young person's life. And even if kids don't go to college. But, you know, you graduate high school and the world expects you to just have your, know what you no. want to do and what, where you want to go and who you want to be. But really, you were just a child, like, five days ago. Five days ago. Just because you graduated high school doesn't mean that 
you're ready to go into full-blown adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. And I completely agree. Becoming the best you can be does not happen overnight. And in no way are we saying we're already the best people we can be. No. That's why we have goddess culture. because seriously. It's a journey. Like, really, we took on this journey so that we could develop and be intentional with ourselves so that we could manifest greatness. And that's all we're trying to do is be great. True. Create some black girl magic along the way, do some community service, and just help people. Because at the end of the day, like, what are you without your friends? I know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess with our topic, I guess we would like for our listeners to take a moment and really think about where you came from and your experiences that um, you everything that you've experienced leading up to now and how that shaped and molded and created opportunity uh, for you. Or if it hasn't been so great, um, how it's contributed to you and where you can turn that negativity around. Um, like you heard for Shanice and I, we had scary or, you know, negative experiences. And then we decided that that wasn't the life we're going to live. Now, that's not to say since then we haven't experienced some crazy stuff in the meantime or done some crazy stuff because we definitely have. Absolutely. But that goes to say that it was a moment. Um, it was like an aha moment for us. where We were like, the journey is we're going to be intentional about the journey to becoming our best selves and we're going to make the best of it along the way we've made so many mistakes i think i've made as much mistakes as somebody who's probably 20 hundred years old like <laughs> 20 hundred <laughs> seriously i've made so many mistakes but so i'm so appreciative that we have a forgiving god mm-hmm. because had he not forgiven me i don't know where i would be i would i already felt so bad about the things i've done the things i've like, not that I've done anything horrible, but, like, just, like, yeah. little things, like, constantly being in trouble and just, like, you know, being, like, this type of person. I felt so, like, guilty about it, mm-hmm. and I know so many people expected more from me, and it's, like, I'm finally living in my truth, and I'm finally taking life, not taking life for granted at all. Yeah. Every day is a blessing. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh, this is episode five. I can't believe. I know. I think we've grown. We have. Hopefully, no, you guys have seen up. our growth. Right. <laughs> no, definitely. I've been I able to experience it with us. That's crazy. But just to wrap it up, um, we have to talk about fresh face. Have to. Yeah. Talk about fresh face <laughs> because Jordan is actually doing the fresh face. This yeah. Week. So this week, um, I stepped into the face. The fresh. I can't. I, at first it was you, now it's me, the fresh face segment. Yes. Um, and this week I'm going to talk about oil cleansing. So, so interested in this, so I'm ready. Yes. So basically oil cleansing is using the natural properties in oils to help like balance out our skin um, and like rejuvenate it. So basically there are a list of oils. Let me backtrack. So probably... Like, thinking about putting oil on your face is kind of like a no-go, especially for those of you who have oily skin. My skin has is very, like, combination. Um, so, for me, it was like, I don't, I, I'm okay with putting oil on some part of my face, but not my whole face. But w- through research, what I found out is our faces are oily when um, something is out of whack. Like, our pH is, is out of whack on our face, or maybe we're, in a, like, putting too much oil on our face. Or we're stripping it way too much and our skin is responding to it. So basically there's a list of oils um, that 
clog your pores, and then there's a list of oils that are safe to use on your face. So I'm going to give you some suggestions, and then I'll go into telling you what I use. So hemp seed oil, argan oil, shea butter, sunflower seed oil, neem oil, jojoba, and sweet almond oil are like the top oils that people recommend to put on your face. And of those, I used um, two, well, I guess one of them is not on the list, but it was like another list that I found or another like research and um, recommendation. So to start, I used grapeseed oil. So you start by putting like a dime size amount of oil in your hands. Um, you massage it into your face in circular motions and just make sure you like saturate your face. So grapeseed oil is really gentle and light on the skin. It um, is used for like anti-wrinkle, like to prevent wrinkles and then to help with scar reduction. So if any of you scar easily or have dark marks, um, that's a good oil to use. I have a tendency to pick my face when I get a pimple. So it like leaves a scar for a little bit, like a dark, like a blemish. So it helps with that. Um, it also has anti-inflammatory properties and it helps balance skin out. After that, you get like a warm rag, like a, well, like put really hot water on it. Don't burn yourself, but put hot water on it, wring it out, and then like sit the rag on your face for a little bit. Um, then you take a toner. I use witch hazel and I really recommend it as opposed to using anything with alcohol in it because that strips the oil off your face. So I use Thayer's uh, Witch Hazel in the original. I don't use like the cucumber one or the rose water one, which I want to, but I wanted to get through the original first. Use a cotton ball, tone, and then put a dime size amount of argan oil and massage that into your face and you leave that one so you don't wipe that off. And the good thing about argan oil is that it promotes healthy skin cell metabolism um, and that like proper skin cell turnover. So with healing scars and like all that kind of stuff, it's good. Um, it helps keep your your skin soft. And it really does help um, remove damaged skin cells. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend it. I've been doing this for about four days now. And um, I've noticed like a big change in my face. Like my skin's not as dry. I get really, really dry skin in the wintertime. Skin's not as dry. And um, I have this like glow, even with no makeup. So something I definitely recommend. So yeah, if you try it, let us know. Definitely. Post it. I'm going to try it next. I'm going to borrow your stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, post it on your Instagram or your Twitter, because we're on Twitter too. And just make sure you add us and we'll check it out. Yes. So... I know you guys saw our post, our cute little boomerang. Yeah. Our exciting news. We have such exciting news for I'm you guys. I'm going to let Jordan tell you. Okay. Dun, 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 I don't know why she's dun, being dun, so dun, kind dun, dun, and letting <laughs> me share the good news. So, Goddess Culture is officially launching our website. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. So excited. We're officially launching our website. Our website is goddessxculture.com. Did you guys say it one more time? Because they didn't hear the dot .com. Okay, it's, it's <laughs> goddessxculture.com. Dot .com, okay. <laughs> um, same with our Instagram. Um, it's so awesome. We're so excited for you. So, for those of you who... Um, want to have one space to go to find our podcast you can go to goddessexculture.com you can click on the podcast tab and it gives you the option to listen on soundcloud and itunes but 
We really, really want people to rate us on iTunes. And comment. Comment and subscribe. Because we are on iTunes officially. We are officially on there. And you'll find all of our previous episodes on there yes. as well. Um, also, on our homepage, you'll see that there's a sign-up form where you can sign up and put your email address in. Um, and if you do that, then you'll receive notifications when we release an episode. Um, we actually have some really great things coming up in the spring. Yep. Um, so you'll be the first to know about that, and we'll announce those, you know, closer to when that, when those happen. But we'll have exciting news to announce, and we just want to make sure that our listeners are the first to get it. Yes. And I know Jordan said it really nonchalantly that to click on iTunes, but it's a big deal to get on iTunes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It was a really big deal. And it was really hard to get this website up and running and a lot of work. I want to thank Jordan. She is a social media guru. Oh, goodness. Social media guru. Everything marketing is Jordan. And she's just the bomb. I don't know what our post would look like (laughs) if it wasn't for her because I'm just not creative like that. She is. But she is. We want to shout out Lasha. Yes. Oh my gosh. He was the one who put this website together. He got us started. Um, and he has been amazing. And let's nonstop help. Literally. Um, but yeah, and Shanice did her thing with getting our podcast actually on the website. (laughs) Um, and you know, all these like little changes where it was like probably too much to call Lasha for every single thing. She like went in there and figured it out. So very, very grateful to her for all of her hard Aww. work with goddessxculture.com. <laughs> you feel me, dot com. <laughs> dot com. No, but yes. is that a wrap? I might cry. Oh, if you are a part of an organization, um, if you're on a campus, a college campus, we would love, love, love to come speak at your event. Yes, um, Host programs so you can check out our workshops page. Yes, our workshops tabs on our workshop tab on our website has a list of all of the workshops that we, we do <laughs> yeah so we have of course we like always have to tie it back into who we are so we have a goddess i'm, I'm sorry we have a empower encourage and embrace workshops there's three different things and then we have the goddess experience where we tie in all three um so again if you are a part of an organization and like to have us come speak at your campus um for your org or what have you just contact us shoot us an email at gcinfo at goddessxculture.com and of course, if you want to be featured on Unbossed, yes. if you want to be our Goddess Crush Wednesday, or know anybody who is, or if you have an idea for an episode, hit us up in our email. Yes, yes. And last but not least, guys, we're going to be posting our first travel vlog on our YouTube page and our website today. Yes. So, so it's going to be all excitement today. So. Look out for that. Um, we will put all the information, of course, in the description of our episode. And we will see you all That's next week. Bye, guys. Bye.